It has been a very difficult few days here in Springfield in the aftermath of a uh, stabbing outside Lanfear High School at the end of the school day last Wednesday. It left one teenager dead, another wounded, and a 15-year-old girl in custody and potentially facing trial as an adult on murder charges. It has shaken the community. It has certainly shaken the Lanfear High community. Schools around the district and really around the area and across Central Illinois rallying to show support for Lanfear. But there are still uh, a lot of unanswered questions. There's a lot of uncertainty and worry and grief and concern for the future. To talk about all of that, we are joined this afternoon by Springfield School Superintendent Jennifer Gill. Superintendent, as always, we appreciate the time. Thanks for being here with us. No problem. I know you have uh, spent time at Lanfear in the aftermath of this uh, incident. Oh, yeah. Can you give us a sense of just the, the mood there, students and staff in this very difficult situation? You know, I was there, you know, all day on Thursday of last week. And then I, I've been on a tour of all three high schools this week uh, speaking with student groups. And that's been maybe the most um, helpful to me to really understand and and think about, you know, how, how kids are handling it. Uh, interestingly enough, I'm so proud of the students because they're moving on to solutions and things that, that they would like to see and, and um helping to kind of dream our future for, for how we move forward after such a tragic incident. And it's hit the entire District 186 family. Our theme this year is Team 186, and I've seen that that outpouring, as you just described. Um, but I've also seen, you know, the the, um, the grief process, you know, in, in full swing, and, and I fully understand that and, and, and stand with them in that, that feeling of this is the worst day and the worst thing that we could think of, and, and uh, we just want to, you know, work together and move forward as a team and as a family, and that student voice is just so important. It's the second violent incident we have seen on school grounds in this uh, school year, uh, and and as you noted, students are already uh, trying to uh, envision uh, a different, a better, uh, a safer future. Mm -hmm. What are they telling you about what they want to see going forward? You know, it's interesting. Um, we, we talked about really three levels, the short term, you know, the long term and, and the things that they want to see, you know, in their school. And one of the things that they've talked about more than just you know, infrastructure and, and security measures is more of that space to talk, uh, space to have time to, uh, or a place to go deal with issues that they may be facing, whether it's, um, you know, a school-related issue or a, a friendship issue or something that's happening outside of school, just that safe place to go talk. And we've already been in conversations with Memorial Behavioral Health, and this really helped us amp up those efforts to say, what can we do to provide um, a place, a place for students where they can go and and uh, get that, that conversation and that care um, to really help if it's not only with grief after an incident, but also just um, anything else that they may be dealing with in their lives. And that came up at all three schools is just, you know, allowing for students to 
uh, go through the motions here and, and make sure that they have time to talk in class, but also have a space to go where they can get some more specialized um, help if they need it. Um, and I thought that was really insightful for students to come up with, with those ideas. I know it's early in this process, but do you have a sense as to what that might look like? Would that be time built into each day? Do you need to have additional staff, additional counselors on hand? As a, as a practical matter, how could something like that be structured? Yeah, and, you know, I think that it would be a place that might replace some of the time during the day or be available before or after school uh, to where students wouldn't be penalized if they needed that time um, and maybe missed part of their school day. But um, in addition, I think that, that we could really think about how we deal with our ability to um, handle these hard conversations in the classroom, you know, with teachers and, and making sure that, that uh, we have those, those opportunities for uh, what we call social-emotional learning curriculum to to be brought into the classroom and, and really help people um, deal with, you know, once again, this incident, but also just any incident that may come up in their lives that they need to talk about. And not to forget that, that our adults are also needing a lot of that same support right now, and, and the district's committed to providing that opportunity for adults as well. You know, I'm glad you, you brought that up because I wanted to ask about that as, as well. And I, I know I, I've heard from a, a lot of teachers, uh, both inside and out, outside uh, Lanfear uh, about the toll this takes on them. They obviously uh, feel very deeply for their students. They see their students hurting, uh, but they also themselves, you know, feel the the stress, the worry, the tension of uh, the fact that something like this can can happen seemingly w- without warning there. Uh, so what what can or what is being done to address the the mental and emotional health needs of the of the staff and the teachers and others in the school buildings? Right. So we have a, a crisis prepare um, team at our district level uh, that has responded to Lanfear and been there all week so that if they wanted to talk to a peer um, that has some specialized training in this, that they could do so. But we've also uh, felt very surrounded by our community and Memorial Behavioral Health was was um, on site to do some small groups and some really um, specified groups of, of people who, who touch the lives of, of Pierre and, and uh, just are feeling uh, the grief and just the, the, like you said, just the, kind of the fear of the unknown and, and thinking ahead, and, and it's all taking a toll on us. And it's all the same time that the staff is just do they do so much to build up uh, the Lanfear Lions and, and making sure that everybody knows that you know one incident shouldn't define them. That they're they want to you know just have pride in the academic excellence and the extra curriculars that they offer and the programming that they have for college and career readiness and uh, they just want to surround their students and know the best way to do that to really help them you know deal with their grief but also um, you know have a have a bright future ahead of them. Springfield School Superintendent Jennifer Gill is here with us this afternoon uh, and obviously the the mental health component of this is critically important uh, but so is the security aspect of it. Since mm-hmm. last week I know you've had uh, additional security personnel on hand, you've had metal detector wands being used, a locker and, and bag searches being done and things. Uh, are those steps still in place? How long will those mm-hmm. continue and, and how long will uh, heightened security be going forward at Lanfear and potentially at other schools too. 
You know, and yes, it has been across all of our uh, all of our high schools this week, and, and middle schools have been on on a little bit of, of um, extra security as well. We we're going to be there to support the Lanphier family as long as we need to, and so you know, making sure that we have um, the right supports in place and the extra people on hand. A lot of those extra hands have been my cabinet, who have just said, you know what, there isn't anything more important than us being over there and being you know walking side by side with the staff and 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 helping them and and dealing with the security staff, too, that have also, you know, kind of had a had a shake here as well, um, many of them uh, responding and helping on the scene that night. So, you know, we want to make sure that we're there for them, and, and I think you'll see this into the into the foreseeable future, some of this increase of, of security and, and also making sure that we're having conversations with kids and listening and, and hearing about the things that are, that are going on. And obviously, we're looking towards more permanent and long-term solutions as well um, as we develop those and, um, you know, roll out a plan of action here, you know, we'll, we'll make sure that we uh, let all of you know so that you can understand what we have done. And another component of this is just making sure that people have the, the training and the support that they need as we move forward, too. And learning, um, you know, from this is something that, that we can do to, to get better in the future. Um, but once again, all the while supporting and, and celebrating the great things that are going on at Lanphier. Uh, there was a stabbing incident the first day of the school year at Southeast mm-hmm. High School. That student fortunately recovering from those uh, I- injuries. But at the time, we talked about metal detectors. And, and I know that there had been ongoing concerns about the cost, the logistics of it, just manpower and, and moving people in and out through this. It sounds now like in the aftermath of this latest incident, that's pretty much a foregone conclusion. That is going to be... Uh, a reality for high school life going forward in District 186. Am I misreading that? You know, what we're doing right now, I, I wouldn't say that's a misread, but we, we need to figure out how to do it the best and, and let everybody know up front that anytime you put these in, it's not a, you know, a full safeguard against everything that may happen. But if it is one more layer um, that allows us to perhaps um, you know, catch something early or provide a deterrent or a perception to that, that, you know, we're doing everything possible uh, to make sure that our schools are safe. I mean, this incident happened outside, and so there's always going to be places, um, you know, where everything isn't foolproof. We've seen a lot of uptick in personnel needs uh, due to wanding at games. Even before uh, the pandemic, we were doing that. And so would these be a, a better a better way to handle, you know, not only going into school, but also going into after-school events. We saw the BOS Center purchase them as well, uh, which helps us greatly during, you know, city tournaments and and things like that. Um, So, yeah, I believe it's just us getting things ready and going. Obviously, it was a part of our secure entrance plan for um, our high schools. As we move forward, all three high schools will have comprehensive facilities plans, and this was always um, in, in the planning to have the electrical outlets and the things that are needed and the support structures to allow it to be the most efficient that it can be. Last thing you want is a long line of kids outside in an inclement weather day or a very cold day or just all the kids bunched up in one spot outside, you know, to go through. So having to work through all of those 
um, logistics and the pieces that go into it. And the handheld devices add another um, layer that we can utilize. And we've had those on hand and, and had those uh, deployed and, and ready to go in extra amounts to help Lanfear this week. But every school has them each and every day that they can utilize. Do we have a sense as to whether metal detectors would have made a, a difference last Wednesday? I know this happened outside school just after the end of the school day. Do we know if the student in question had had the weapon inside the school building prior to this incident? You know, I wish I could answer your question. I don't necessarily know the answer for sure, and I do know that it's an ongoing um, investigation. So, you know, speaking to that um, might jeopardize, you know, the the great work that the Springfield Police Department has done alongside us. But, you know, this was um, after school. It was... um, a few minutes after the bell, so, you know, plenty of time to be outside and, and mingle and, and, and talk with others um, outside the school day. And, and at one point, it was even almost off school property. So, you know, I think that we, we have a lot of questions, and we've just been working alongside uh, the Springfield Police Department and trusting in their investigation and their communication with us. Uh, along those same lines, and I know this falls kind of into the same category, but were there red flags prior to this about potential trouble with the, the individuals involved here? And, and I ask that because, you know, sometimes kids are aware that there may be trouble brewing. There may be incidents that are heading to a boiling point, but they're not necessarily sure what to do or, or, or who to go to about that. Uh, Do you know if that was a situation here and what should happen if students become aware of things that potentially could turn into, into something horrific like this? Right. In this individual instance, we we don't we don't know of any red flags. Um, but I do know that that is an important piece. That if you um, feel like you know that something is is getting to a boiling point, reaching out to that administrator, reaching out to a trusted adult at the high school, you know that is so important. A piece of this that can't go overlooked is that we need to know things so that we can address things uh, quickly and 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 directly. And we're we're. Also working with the State Board of Education on a new program where uh, you can have a place where you can put tips in that are anonymous that might help us as well. Uh, so you'll see that roll out here soon. It was something a grant that we just wrote and received uh, to have access to this service. So we're looking forward to that. It's an online component where students can, can post things that are concerning to them and, and also maybe post something that they may need for themselves. So we're, we're looking forward to having that come out and roll out here in the next couple of weeks. Um, but, you know, I think, I think you're right. You know, Say something. If you see something, say something, or if you know something or feel something and you want to let us know because of different interactions you've had, that is the most important thing a student can do. And the most important thing a parent can talk about with their child is, you know, before you feel like you've, um, you know, gone to the last, you know, straw, or if you know of a friend that's feeling that way, please reach out so that we can make sure that that any tragedy like this never happens again. I'm glad you mentioned his name a few minutes ago. I neglected to do so. The young man who uh, lost his life last week, Pierre Scott Jr. Uh, And you you talked uh, recently about uh, efforts that are going to be made to memorialize him and and to honor his memory here. Can you speak a little bit to that and what will be happening in in the weeks and months ahead? Right. You know, we, we want to um, make sure that, that Pierre receives his, his degree, and we want to make sure that the, um, you know, parents and family have ability to come and, and celebrate his his work uh, during during his school life. And, um, you know, his, his dream of graduating from high school as a Lanphier Lion, we want to make sure that we can bring that to life. Um, 
you know, the other thing I know is that the school is surrounding themselves saying, hey, we're going to have a new facility here soon and we're going to have um, some construction, but we want to make sure we have something uh, that that uh, we can remember Pierre by out front of the school. Um, you know, they've got a pretty cool lion and area there in the front, which we know will protect um, with all at all costs um, as we're doing our construction. And we felt like that area of the front of the school might be a place to have something to remember him by. And, and I know the school is working on some ideas uh, of what that might look like or can be, and, and I'm sure they'll want to inv- involve Pierce family as well. Superintendent Jennifer Gill, before we let you go, uh, this is one additional layer onto what has been uh, a very unusual and in many ways a very challenging school year for students and for staff coming back into classrooms after the, the pandemic year, etc. What's your sense as to how students are doing overall academically reacclimating to a more quote-unquote normal school year and are they recovering some of what they lost during the pandemic year how are we progressing yeah you know it it has been so amazing to see students back in school and and see their energy and their excitement to do those you know school activities and school things but they're also back in the classroom and you know we we've got some students who have had some struggles you know getting back into a routine um, after maybe working during the day and, and and doing online work and and you know just doing a different way of living there for for a while if you're talking about high school and then the elementary students um many of them have had to work and with some catch-up growth if they, um, you know, came back and they're a grade level ahead, but they didn't really have that year of school readiness that they usually get, um, you know, in kindergarten or in first grade, et cetera. So, you know, those things are all a reality and things that the schools have had to address in terms of uh, doing some reteaching and doing some, uh, you know, reteaching and or, or just teaching of certain standards so that they can take on the next standards. And, and I know it's taken a lot of toll on the planning and the, and the work that teachers do, but I I've seen some great, amazing work and support for those students, and others are just so happy to be back. They've really jumped on board, and and it's not been a, been any trouble for them at all, and, and they feel a sense of relief to be back in school. As I went and talked with the, the students uh, over the last two days, it has been an overall opinion that they're just so happy to be back in school. So, you know upset that this is this has taken um, their eyes off of that a little bit, but they know that uh, being in school is better than, you know, not not having that support that they would have had if they were at home. Springfield School Superintendent Jennifer Gill, uh, thanks again for your time. Please again extend our uh, deepest condolences and best wishes to the Lanfear community. The entire community has rallied around them. I, I know there are even schools in, in other communities that have uh, tried to, to get together yeah. to show their support for Lanfear as well. So uh, I hope they uh, they yeah. all know that they're very much in our thoughts. Yeah, it's uh, it's made a big difference to us to have that outreach from our community and from other school districts. And and just as superintendent, I want to say this is, uh, you know, the hardest hardest thing that you can have happen. But that support um, makes it makes it worth it at the end of the year. And we're going to come back uh, strong. And I just want to say again, my condolences to uh, the Springfield family. Um, you know, and every school. Um, in the district that that represents and Lanphier as a special place in our heart right now.